Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. You are precious to Jesus Christ. You are precious to the Lord. You are precious. And I use these verses sometimes to, uh, when I'm praying uh, over the congregation, when I'm praying for uh, my uh, family, when I'm praying for your family, because some of you have uh, people, uh, kids, children, and those who are not uh, yet saved. And we call, call to the north, call to the south, tell them uh, the, the, to give them up. Give up the sons and daughters that he has called to be his. Okay. We, 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 we pray the word of God. That's what you want to do, pray the word of God. Let's look at Isaiah 48, verse 8. You're precious in his sight. You have not heard, you have not known, even from the long ago. Your ear has not been opened because I knew that you would deal very treacherously and you have been called a rebel from birth. For the sake of my name, I delay my wrath. And of course, we don't fall in the wrath of God because we're born again. And for my praise, I restrain it for you in order not to cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I will act. For how can my name be profaned? And my glory I will not give to another. Listen to me, O Jacob. Listen, even Israel, whom I've called, I am he. I am the first. I am also the last. Surely my hand founded the earth, and my right hand spread out the heavens. When I call them, they stand together. Now, these verses, you say, well, what? You just read two different opposite verses. <laughs> you just said that he loves me. He, you know, he, I'm precious in his sight. And now you tell me that uh, he's talking to Judah and, and everything, that they were rebels from birth. What, what, what's the deal? Do you know that when you have children, you love your children, but you're going to discipline your children? Is that, is that correct? You have to bring your children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's what the, verse, what the, the, that's what the scripture says. So therefore, uh, God is going to do that with us. Let's look at, um, you, you're looking at me like a deer looking at headlights. Let's look at in Hebrews chapter 12. Let's look there. Just because he loves us doesn't mean that he doesn't want us to change. We're talking about a changed life today. We need to be who we are. That's what we need to be. And Hebrews helps us a little bit. Hebrews chapter 12. It helps a little bit in that uh, category to know that, oh, okay, I see, I see what you mean now. Let's look in, um, start in verse 4. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. You know, we live in a world that's going spiritual downstream. 
And you have forgotten the exhortation which is addressed to you as sons. And of course, you know, you know, it's talking about daughters too. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves, he does what? Disciplines. See, he disciplines. And he scourges every son whom he receives. Every son. Every person he, he receives, he's going to bring them into the things that he wants them to be in. God saves us just like we are, doesn't he? He brings us into the kingdom just like we are. But aren't we thankful that he doesn't leave us that way? He doesn't leave us that way. Yeah. It says in verse 7, For it is for discipline that you endure. God deals with, with you as with sons. For what son is there whom the father does not discipline? But if you or without discipline, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate children and not really sons. Furthermore, we have earthly fathers who discipline us, and we respect them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For then they discipline us, for a short time, as it seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good, for that we may be for takers or sharers in his holiness. Oh, don't we want to be holy? We are holy because he brought us out. Is that correct? We are positioned in holiness, but we need to and practice be holy also, so we need to move from one degree of sanctification to another. All discipline, it says in verse 11, all discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful. So whatever sometimes we are going through does not seem to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet to those who have been trained by it afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Oh, I want to be. I want to be what I am. That's what I want to be. See, we are, we are sanctified. We are separated. We are called out ones. That's what the church is, called out ones. We're, we're the called out ones. We're called out from the world to Jesus Christ. Lord. I want to be like I am. In other words, why do I want to be like I am? Because it's hard work being what I am. It's hard work being what I am. Now, I'm speaking of I am as if I am seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. I'm speaking the things that the word says. I am. I have the mind of Christ. I'm I'm speaking of those things that be not as though they were because I am that positionally. Is that correct? So I want to be 
what I am. That's what I want to be. I, want, I don't want to be like this flesh tells me I am. I want to be what the Word tells me I am. But it's hard work. It's hard work. So why do I want to go through all that hard work? Why not just let me be, Lord? I'm okay. When I compare myself to most people, I'm okay. No. We don't compare ourselves with ourselves. That's not wise, the scripture says. Is that correct? That's not wise. So therefore, I can only compare myself to who I am, who I, my life is hid with Christ in God. That's what the word says. So I, I need to be like I am. Now, why do I want to do that? As I, the series title, Be Connected. As I am being connected to the world of the not yet saved, of the unchurched, they need to see the Holy Spirit. They don't need to see me. They need to see the Holy Spirit. And you say, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, it's okay. You should have said you need to, they need to see Jesus. And they need to see God. Don't see, they need to see the Holy Spirit. Uh, well, I think they need to see the Holy Spirit. I think they need to see Jesus. I think they need to see God. They're one anyway, aren't they? So I think they need to see the Holy Spirit. Let's look at, <laughs> let's look scripturally at Galatians. Chapter 5. Let's turn there. And in Galatians chapter 5, I think I want to go to verse 16. It would be helpful if I get to Galatians and not Ephesians. But I say, walk by the Spirit. I could say walk with the Spirit. Walk in step with the Spirit. And you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. There is no good thing in the flesh. No good thing. None. And you say, wait a minute. You just said, my life is hit with Christ and God. So, everything about me is supposed to be good. Well, when you were born again, your spirit became alive. You're now joined with God's spirit because when you're born of the spirit of God, you become one with him, one spirit with him. So, we have, we're one spirit with the Lord. So, our spirit is, 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 is right on. Our flesh is the same. You look the same as you did before you got saved. As after you got saved. You have no change. You look the same, Jackie, don't you? You look the same. I look the same. But I'm different. You're different inside. Your spirit now is alive. Matter of fact, my mind is different. It's not renewed, but it's different. Because he gave us a new heart. I don't have a heart of 
stone any longer. I don't have a blinded mind any longer. These are, these are things the scripture says now. Because he said he's going to give us a new heart. He's going to give us a heart of flesh instead of a heart of stone. So in our heart is our mind, our will, the emotions, all those. Before I was blinded, I didn't have the mind. I didn't have the capacity to want the Lord. The Lord. Didn't even have a capacity to want the Lord. But if I did pick up this Bible and read it, it would have been as literature or nothing else. Get nothing else because I'm blinded. My eyes blinded. I can't see. Don't have a will to do what, what God's will is. But now when I got born again, I do. You do. All of us, we have a, a desire to do God's will. All of that is new. But it's just not renewed. Because Second Corinthians 5.17 will tell us we're new creations, right? New creations. So, what is it talking about? This flesh of mine, and I can say this mind of mine, I have a mind, this, it is still the same. It is still the same. I still think the same. I still act the same as I did before I was saved. I just want to, I want to act different. I really do. So how can that process be worked out? Well, I can walk in step with the Spirit, with the Holy Spirit. Because, see, my flesh, this is this, this, this just Adamic nature that I now have the nature of the last Adam, Jesus Christ. But this flesh, it still wants to be contrary for some reason. I don't understand why it doesn't want to act right. I have to make it be in subjection. It just doesn't want to. And it says here, verse 17, For the flesh sets its desire against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. The spirit is not going not to agree with what the flesh wants to do, and the flesh is not going to agree with what the spirit wants to do. For these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things that you please. So I'm going to have to do something to cause this thing to change. But if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident. So these are the things I don't want to, uh, the, the flesh to have its way in, immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, Dissensions, which are like complaints and discriticisms, one version will say. Envy and drunkenness, carousing, and things like these of which I, I forewarned you, and just as I have warned you again and again, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So therefore, what I want to do is be like the Holy Spirit. That's what I want people to see. I want them to see the Holy Spirit. How can I make sure they see the Holy Spirit? How can I make sure somebody sees the Holy Spirit when they see me? How can you make sure they see the Holy Spirit when they see you? Well, the results of the Holy Spirit working in your life, because when we got born again, the Holy Spirit is in us. So how can we make sure he is the one who's talking 
He's the one who's acting and not this flesh. How can we make sure that? We have to, number one, recognize what is, what, 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 what's the results of the Spirit? What are some of the results? It gives us some right here, and we taught on a whole messages, a series of messages on this. Some of the results of the Holy Spirit, just some of them there. It's not all. Love. That's unconditional love. That's the way they can tell, a person can tell, an unsaved person, a not yet saved person, an unchurched person can tell that that's the Holy Spirit. That's not them. That's, that's, it's got to be somebody else. Nobody loves like that. Because we're used to reacting to those, loving those who love us. Treating other people the way they treat us. That's what we're used to. But see, Jesus Christ, and we already read that God doesn't treat us like we deserve to be treated. Is that correct? Joy. My joy cannot be in my circumstances. My joy can't be in, in, in the, the things that are happening around me because my joy has to be in the Lord. Peace. My peace is not because of my circumstances. My peace is because I have peace because I'm in love. Love is in me, and therefore I am in right standing with God if, as long as I keep uh, my relationship up to date with him, then I can be in peace at all times, even in the midst of my circumstances. Even in the midst of the sanctification process, I still can be in peace. I can have long-suffering because that's what the word patience is. Patience, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. I can be faithful. Do you know that most people cannot be faithful? Most people can't be long-suffering. Most people can't be kind and gentle. Most people don't have self-control. But the results of the Holy Spirit in us is that. So if you, if, if you are long-suffering with people and, and somebody says, why do you put up with that? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit doing it. Why do you have joy? Why do you have peace in this situation? It's the Holy Spirit, sir. It's Holy Spirit. That's the result of the Holy Spirit's work in you. That's why people can see the Holy Spirit instead of seeing you. Because they, they see his fruit. They see his results. That's what fruit is. The results are the effects of the Holy Spirit in you, working through you. That's what it means by fruit of the Spirit. That's what they see. If they don't see long-suffering, if they see a critical spirit, if they see your time complaining about something critical of somebody, you know, uh, can't put up with nothing, Harley. Not faithful. It's not the work of the Holy Spirit. It's the work of our flesh. So therefore, when we are connecting to the world, they don't want any Jesus that you got or that I have because they already got that. They already like that, aren't they? Come on. So therefore, why should they want to come to church with you for international day? It'll be more of the people just like you. That's what they think, isn't it? If you're talking about somebody, they say, man, they, I'm going there. They're going to talk about me. So we can't, we can't do that. We have to be different. They have to see a difference in us in our workplaces. They have to see a difference in us in our classes. They have to see a difference in us, the way we respond and 
how we interact in our relationships and how we uh, interact with our families and things. They have to see a difference in us in order for them to want to be like us and come to Jesus. Oh, I want to be, I want them to see Jesus. When I connect to the world, when you connect to the world, you want them to see Jesus. You do want them to see Jesus because it says in Galatians 2.20, what does it say? I will. Right, that's right. Have we died? Look at it right there. Huh? Look at it. You're what? What does crucified mean? Dead. 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 You're dead. Nevertheless, you live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. In the life I now live in, oh, I live by faith or trust in the Son of God who loved me, who gave himself up for me. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be dead. I want this flesh to be crucified. It's, it's not going to say it's crucified. It's not going to act like it's crucified. I want to be crucified. So you had to make it that way. You have to make it that way. I want to be like Jesus when we're interacting. That's what I want to do. Let me uh, show you um, a visual. Because a lot of people are visual. Let me show you a visual. This is a, um, a picture. And in this picture, you'll see something that um, they tell me that's a caterpillar, in case you didn't know. That's a caterpillar. They tell me they have a lot of protein, good for protein. <laughs> that's what, honestly, that's what that's, I, I had. I had an um, administrative assistant do some research in that. Good for proteins. I said, please don't feed me. Do not on International Day. <laughs> don't do that. Don't you do that. Yeah. That's a different culture now. But uh, don't want no locusts. Don't want no caterpillars. But that caterpillar, uh, I think I have another one. The, the, the caterpillars are pretty good, don't they? The caterpillars are pretty Caterpillar, uh, can we get this caterpillar back up there in a minute? Yeah. Okay, is, do we have another one? Because that, that's one caterpillar. They have some pretty caterpillars. Do we have another one up there? Might not have another. I don't know. We have another. I think I have, might have another. Thinking you get another caterpillar up there. They, they have some pretty caterpillars. Man. They have different colors. I didn't even know that they have different colors. I, I thought all of them were brown. Did you see across, walking across the road and you smoosh them? You know, I thought all of them were brown. Uh, but some have, have, have stripes on them. I didn't even know that uh, not all caterpillars turn into butterflies. I didn't know that either. I really didn't know that either. Uh, so now, let's, you see that pretty caterpillar? Look at it. I've never seen a caterpillar look like that. It's pretty. It's pretty. But really, actually, if you compare that to what it's going to be, it doesn't look so good. How many of you want a, a pet caterpillar? No, don't want a pet caterpillar. Now, now that's before. Let's look at the apples. Because I don't want to be, ooh, look at that. My goodness gracious, is that beautiful? That is beautiful. 
That, oh my goodness, beauty. I mean, just your, God is awesome. Is he not awesome? How can he make something like that from what we just saw? Something crawling, it might be good for protein, but I don't want nothing to do with it. You see? Don't want nothing to do with that thing. That's the way we were before we were born again. That's the way we are now. The difference between uh, the unborn again and the born. I want the not yet saved unchurched to see the beauty that God has made us. That's what I want them to see. And the only way they're going to see that type of beauty is that we have a changed life. Just like that, that caterpillar had a changed life. We have to have a changed life. Yes, we were born again. Yes, we are changed. We are positioned and changed. But we don't look like that yet. But we can look like that if we allow the Holy Spirit effect and result in us to come forth. If we allow Jesus to move us from the place of where we are to the place where he wants us to be. We allow the Holy Spirit to get this sanctification process going and move us from one glory, place of glory to another. That's what we have to do. And we're going to talk about that changed life a little bit more week after next. Because you have to, you have to do some things. You have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. You just don't, you, you just don't lay in your bed and, and just say, Ho! I wake up, I'm just like Jesus. You can lay in your bed all day long, all night long, sleep 24 hours a day, every single day, and you're going to still be just like you are when you went, like you were when you went to bed if you don't do something. You're going to have to do something to cooperate with that Holy Spirit. And so, therefore, we're going to talk about that week after next, a changed life. How, how do I actually, because by nature we're critical. Do you know that? We're critical. We complain a lot. Do you know that? We, we just complain a lot. Come on now. Am I in the right place? Do we complain a lot? Yeah, we complain a lot. Yeah. Is it any different from the people in the Bible? Do they complain a lot? Yeah, they complain a lot. They're supposed to have been so happy and so joyful. They didn't, have to, they didn't have to go buy clothes. They didn't have to buy shoes. They didn't have to uh, go uh, shop at the grocery store for food. God just rained down mountain, and they still complained, didn't they? We are the same way. If we don't do something to change that, to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, we'll talk about that next time. Not next week, because next week is a special message, uh, but the week after that, we'll, we'll continue with a changed life. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.